Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, MLB Shock, now brought to you by the Internet News Network, Screenworks Entertainment, Atlanta Mix 108, Smooth Jazz Cleveland, and of course, Dove and Dragon Radio. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button down below and join me for all the new interviews. Bye. Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, ML Roostrock. I'm here with author Faust Ruggiero. Did I pronounce that right? You got it. Awesome. I didn't butcher it too badly. <laughs> <laughs> so you have this awesome book out, The Fix Yourself Handbook. What led you to write this? You know, I've been counseling for 40 years now. And, you know, as a counselor, you... You, you put together various approaches to help your, your people. Uh, and as I evolved as a counselor, I began moving some things out and putting some things in. And what I kept was this process way of, of doing things, teaching people the processes they really already have inside them. And uh, put the program together. I call it the process way of life. And as I'm getting closer to the time of retirement, I said, you know, you know I'd like to get this out there and have other people hear it. So we put it into a book and it teaches the processes one stage at a time, helping people to understand themselves and, uh, and feel better about themselves. See, I love this because so many people need to start focusing on themselves to be happy with it without trying to change other around them. It's not going to work. It's inconducive. Yeah, and you're right. And, and what I tell people is that really we have everything in us already, you know, we can access all the processes. Everything we need to be happy is already there. We just have to learn how to find it and then and then work with it. And then and it's a lifetime kind of a thing. It's not something that uh, you're gonna you're gonna find and then in a month or two you think you're gonna feel better. It's gonna it's gonna take some time, but I think we should feel we're worth it. Exactly. We have to start with self worth. You have to believe in yourself, and you have to tell yourself you're gonna be happy today. If you wake up first thing in the morning, oh, it's Monday, I hate Mondays, how's your day going to look? And that's really the way it is. You, you start with a positive attitude. And, uh, you know, what I find is people will say, well, I get all these kinds of cliche things that tell me what I should do, mm -hmm. but no one really tells me how I should do it. So that's what I, what I did in the book. I wanted to simulate a counseling session. So uh, there are 36 chapters, 36 different problems. And at the end of all the chapters, I tell people exactly what they should do. Uh, and, uh, it, and if they continue to do that over time, then you're going to find all the nice things you're looking for. Right. I mean, there's nothing out there we can't obtain, but we have to start a process. It's not just, oh, I'm going to change my mindset. Well, the mindset is one process. Then you have to do the physical work to fix that. Yes, you do. And, and I talk about uh, uh, attaining balance in one's life. And the balance is really uh, between your physical, your intellectual, emotional, and spiritual attributes. Once you get all that working together, life is a whole different uh, way. You know, it's a whole different way of doing things. Right. And not a lot of people believe this. You have to start with your 
mindset, your spiritual, your emotional. You have to get yourself right up here and in here, and you have to do the work out here to make everything uh, come together. And that's exactly the case. And like I say, people don't want to do the work. And that's really mm -hmm. the problem. You know, uh, they either want someone to do it for them or they'd like to get it done very quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's just the way we live our lives. Today. We go so fast with everything. Uh, right. And really, if you take some time and slow down, if we do that, we find so many nice things about ourselves. And we really begin to, uh, to understand that we're pretty powerful people, mm -hmm. you know, once we learn how to, how to work with what we already have. Right. If we take a, the hardest problem in our life that's going on today, okay, whatever that problem may be, we pause. Okay, what are we learning from this problem? Are we learning that, okay, yes, whatever the problem is, it's taking time, it's giving us anxiety, but what also are we seeing? Are we seeing the people that we need to work with, people we don't need to work with? Are we seeing the people that are standing behind us going rah, rah, rah? Or are we seeing the people that are, oh, this is never going to happen? And that's, that's the mindset we're talking about. If you're, if you're looking for what you can take out of any situation and make it work for you, you will find it. On the other hand, if you look for all the negatives, you're going to find those too. Mm -hmm. So you really want to be able to, to have your mind focused on what you can use, what's something that you're going to continue to work with for the rest of your life. And, you know, you, 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 you include those in your life work and you take the, other, the negative things out. It's a, lot, it's a lot of energy we're talking about and how you choose to, to apply your energy. If you apply negative energy, you get negative results and you'll feel that. But if you're willing to, to really work with the positive energy and, and move that forward, well, then that's what you start to see. Within your book, what is one of the hardest lessons that you're teaching? Honesty. To be able to be honest with ourselves. You know, I get that question a lot, and the answer doesn't change. Uh, I call it, the chapter I work with, I call brutal honesty, and it's really getting a little tough on yourself. And, and you know, you're not going to tell everyone all this information. You're just going to go down and get the honest part of your life get a starting spot for where you are because that's where the work is going to start uh, and be willing to say I, I don't do that very well or I made some mistakes over there that's okay because uh, you know life it, 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 this is your timeline life is, is, is a progression and you just want to continue to make it better every day you have to be honest in order to make that happen right and another thing is don't look at your past as a bunch of failures. Look at your past as a bunch of lessons. You didn't fail yeah. 99 times. You learned something 99 times. You know, listen, when, 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 you're, when you're willing to do that, not only are, are those uh, uh, processes working for you, you, you see them as blessings. Uh, they come in your life at, at a time typically when you need them, but you have to be willing to open your heart and your mind to it. Uh, you know, you're right. They're lessons. Uh, you learn from them. And, and if you can learn from what you are defining as a failure, which usually means you didn't get what you want. Uh, if you're willing to, to, you know, to define that as just part of the process to move on, the success comes along. It has to. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can look at things. Okay. Mindset. I need a million dollars for this brilliant idea that I had 10 years ago. Okay. Well, 10 years ago, why didn't you move ahead or what building blocks did you need to start 10 years ago to reach that million dollars that you need today? 
And, and that's the way it always is. And what I tell people is if you don't start doing it now, 10 years from now, you're going to say, well, I should have done that 10 years ago. You know, wisdom tends to come with failure and age and all the things that we, uh, that we experience, all that life experience stuff. And I always just tell people that, that don't wait for the perfect time, make the perfect time. Right. There, it, that, that's the way this works out. Every day, get in there and, and be a part of your own life. Get in there and work hard. Uh, get a, you know, I teach people how to formulate a plan for their life, how, how, to, how to achieve that uh, plan step by step. And, and then to change it when necessary as you move on. And then you get to those bigger goals, which really make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to start with the baby steps. You don't just go into a program, into I'm going to change the world today. No, you have to start with a baby step. What is your first baby step to changing whatever it is you want to change? It could be as simple as, I want to get up at seven o'clock in the morning instead of 10 a.m. in the morning. And, you know, I have a chapter that I teach people goal setting, which is really what we're talking about here. And I tell them you're going to have that, that huge, big goal you want. And under that, you're, in order to get there, you're going to have maybe three or four uh, smaller goals. And under that, and it's the key to the program, are your action steps. Those are all those little things you're talking about. I, I need to put away $100 for this. I maybe need to take a class for that. All the, and those things get you to those, to those uh, secondary goals. And then once you keep on getting to those secondary goals, you get to the big goal. And, and it, it just keeps on going. It's a plan. And everything rests on those little baby steps that have to be done every day and in timely fashion. You can't mm-hmm. put those off. And that's what people do. Everyone procrastinates about something. That, that's the truth. We all do it. it. Whether it's cleaning the house, cleaning the car, going to work, whatever it is, we all have that one thing we procrastinate on. The one thing we cannot keep procrastinating is our own betterment and that's right you know that's something we should be doing every day and and you know what i always tell people it's sort of like when you start working out doing physical workouts maybe you can do three or four sit-ups at a time and or you're on the treadmill and maybe you're going very slow and it's just five minutes and then it's 10 and it's 15 minutes and it's 20 then you start challenging yourself that's that's when it starts to get good. And then you look forward to going down because you say, gee, I think I could do it for a whole hour today and maybe I'll raise the difficulty level. Now you're challenging yourself. And when you're doing that, you're finding out all those things uh, about yourself that you can use to move forward. But you have to get to the little ones first. Exactly. You can be, okay, true story. 2011, I had two strokes and brain surgery. I could have chose to spend the rest of my life in a hospital bed doing nothing. I started out with physical therapy, occupational therapy, but we get better. We find out what we can do, what we can't do, and how to do things a different way in order to be able to succeed. And that's, that's a neat part of the brain. In, in our family, my father had a stroke when he was 42. I was nine. And it was a pretty, pretty serious stroke. And uh, I, I learned a lot about the brain and the, and the interesting part of how our brains are willing to change the way it, process, it processes in order to get us 
back on track, mm -hmm. but it, it's just what you said. It's a retraining process. Mm -hmm. And that's really what learning is. It, it's, it's just uh, it, it constantly repetition over time. And if you're willing to do that, all of us, if we're willing to do that, whether it's, it's to uh, regain strength from, from an illness or it's just because, you know, sometimes the illness is the way we live life. It's the toxic mm -hmm. way we live life. And if we're willing to make those changes and, and keep, keep at it, we get there. Right. We don't, we cannot keep doing, okay, we're in a toxic relationship. Okay. If you're in a toxic relationship yesterday, you're staying in the toxic relationship today, tomorrow, you're still going to be in the toxic relationship. You're not learning the lesson to leave. I'm guilty of this several times over. It took years for me to realize it's time to leave. And, and that's the way it is with all of us. What, you're, yeah. you're, what, what I talk about in, in, in the recollection of that is learning how to set boundaries. And that's great to set them, but now you have to defend them. Mm -hmm. And, and I, the people I call the boundary thieves, they're always going to come and try to get, you know, try to cross those boundaries. So, and the other thing I, I, I talk about is gatekeeping and, you know, just making conscious decisions about who and what comes into your life and who and what has to stay out. And, and, and when you put those two things together, you can really begin to uh, take that energy, which was dragging you down and move it forward. Because in fact, you have a whole lot more energy left because you're, you're not applying it into those, into those toxic places. Right. It, this is something that we learn as we go through. And it, some of us, it takes us 30 years to learn it. Some of us, it takes us two years. And some of us, we never learn it. But we have to start with ourselves and we have to start with, okay, what are our boundaries? Do we have boundaries? What boundaries do we need to make? We need to have those gatekeepers, even if it's a friend that says, hey, you need to step back from the situation. And, and that's, you know, what you're talking about when we talk about boundaries, we're talking about defining our lives. We're talking about coming to know who we are, and, and what we want out of life. And then those people, places, and, and things that, that qualify, that really uh, can be part of our journey, we bring those in. And the parts that don't, they're gonna tear our journey down. And, and again, I talk about life as a journey. You know, while you're, while you're doing all this work, as we call it, you should be enjoying it. This is your life. These are moments of your life going by. You know, so what if, you, if you're working to make yourself better? Enjoy that process, because the more you enjoy it, the more you're going to do it and the better your results are going to be. Yes. I mean, okay. We're most of the countries in this COVID lockdown stuff right now. So we're not enjoying life. Well, why are we not enjoying life? We have our family that we have been saying for eons that we want more time with. We have the time off to go fishing, to go sit in the backyard and have an iced tea or whatever. We're getting everything that we want just not how we envisioned it. Yeah, it, 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 what it does is it slowed us down. That's what it did. It mm -hmm. made us slow way down. And when we slow down, and you'll hear people say this all the time, well, that's when I think, and that's when the anxiety comes on, all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. and, and plus, again, so much of what we do comes from outside of ourselves. So we've actually taken that family perspective and we've kind of pushed it to the side and we're getting a lot of our definition from outside of the home. Mm -hmm. So it slowed us down, made us stay at home, made us redefine and made us face ourselves, mm -hmm. which all could be great things if we let it be. Yes. I mean, 
we can have a great family dynamic now going back to the family dinners, going back to the chatty, how was your day? What did you see on TV? What are you reading kind of thing? Or we can, oh my goodness, I'm so anxious. I'm around these people 24 hours a day. How do I escape? And that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you actually make the people in your house feel like they're toxic people. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that, you know, you, you'll actually look at them and say, it, you know, you're causing me these problems or I can't do this because of you. Mm -hmm. I've heard parents, you know, say that, uh, who, who, as you said, I who wanted to spend so much more time with their children. Now they got it. Mm -hmm. Now they don't want it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I complain a little bit jokingly that I have my daughter sit with me in my office watching cartoons all day while I'm working. Well, okay. I'm working from home. I have my daughter. I love having my daughter next to me. She, it gets repetitive, annoying to watch the same cartoon, but <laughs> I would not trade the time with her that I would not have if she was at school right now. You know, it's interesting. Uh, we've always run our lives here around the kids. We've got four kids and great people. And uh, I, I treasured every second of that. Um, so we really built life around our home. Uh, when this virus hit, um, we didn't change much. We had pretty much everything we needed here. We enjoyed our, our company together. So we, we just kept on doing things the way we always have. We, we don't spend a tremendous amount of time going outside and finding things to do. You, you stay home, you enjoy your home, mm -hmm. you know, and we had, we just, we had a great time. We still are. And I'm hoping this virus will stop it. I'm not seeing that happening. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, the only thing that has really changed with me is my daughter being in school versus being homeschooled. That's the only change that we have to shift. If you look at your family dynamic and you have to change what they have, this activity, they need to be at this friend's house, they need to be here. Why are we pushing everyone away? Well, I think we're pushing them away because they will um, be part of us facing ourselves. Again, we slow down. We're put in positions where we can't do whatever we want to do whenever we want it. E even if it's going in another room and watching television, you know, we, we, want, we don't want to be told that we have to do something. You know? And again, I looked at it and I said, well, as I'm because I'm still counseling and I say to people, you're home, you're with the people you love. Why don't you make it a great time? Mm -hmm. and, and they keep bringing up the concept of Groundhog Day. It's the same thing every day. I say, yeah, but it's something great every day, isn't it? They're not saying that. No, it, I love our Groundhog Day. If we reference the movie for just a second, if you think about it, the first couple of days was tedious and he didn't learn his lessons. By the end of the movie, he learned a lot of lessons and he was much happier. And it keeps life simple and it keeps life uh, coordinated with its natural flow, which is something else we get away from. We have all these artificial ways of, of, uh, of defining ourselves and finding our happiness when every, again, everything's right inside us and our family's right there. It should be relatively easy, but we make it so complex. Yes. And we have, okay, if you work from home, you are now dependent on other people not working with the next cubicle over. So things are delayed. Your computers delay. 
So you really have to figure out, okay, this is the delay time between my computer and their computer and point A, point C, and all the way to point Z when the whatever you're working on is done. And then you have to figure out how to do that and incorporate it back in your life. And it's very doable, as I tell people, if you just, again, another chapter in the book, get your intellect over your emotions. Use your head before you react to things. What people tend to do is they're told they can't or this virus is going to slow us down. The kids are going to be home or whatever. And then they go into negative emotions right away. Mm -hmm. Well, that sets the tone for how you're going to proceed. And I always tell people, fine, if you need to emote, do so. But why not? Take it apart with your brain, with your intellect first. Get all the facts and then react to the facts, mm-hmm. not to what you're hearing from the next person or on the news or what, what, you're, what you're emotionally right. thinking is going to happen. You, have to, you, you shouldn't be, th- be fearing what's going to happen. You should take control of your life and make something happen. Right. It's not, okay, you have, you're working with your partner. There's a delay up above where your partner works. Okay, whatever that delay is, your management's being delayed. So now it's affecting your work. Well, okay, what else can we do while we're waiting for management to catch up to us? We can mm, make new clients. We can go out and if you have purchase orders or whatever, you can go ahead and start those orders before you get to management to go here. I talk about filling your time with people all the time. Don't just wait. You know, I'm the guy that if I put the cup of tea in the microwave for two minutes, I'll find something to do for two minutes rather than just wait for the tea to be done because it's just, it just adds to the quality of life. Right. Uh, so what you're saying is, is right on the mark. You know, we, we just need to take control of the way we, we, we manage our time. So we have this first book out. Are you writing any others? I am going to follow this book up. I'll hopefully be, I want to start writing again um, in de- December, January. <clears throat> We're marketing this right now. But what I want to do is I want to follow this up with Fix Yourself Handbook 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first book tells people how to get to the point that they're happy. And that's where most programs stop. I want this one to be different. I want to then make the second book. Now that, you, uh, be, now that you've made the gains, this is how you're going to keep them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, and I always use the example of, of, the, of the diet. You know, we, we, we say we're 30 pounds overweight. So we go on Weight Watchers or whatever we do and we, we get ourselves down and the weight's gone. And then we go back to our old tricks and the weight comes back. So second book I'm hoping, uh, or I know I'm going to write it so that uh, people will then read it and say, okay, I got these and this is how I can do it and have a whole lot of fun doing it because it's going to be for the rest of my life. Yeah, we have to change everything for a permanent change, not a temporary change. This is why we have bad diets. We have, oh, great, it works for the next 30 days. Well, what happens after 30 days? Are you going to stay on the diet the rest of your life to maintain your goal? Or are you going to go back to eating McDonald's, Burger King, and everything, and supersize everything? And that's what people do. It's all about pleasure. You know, and that's what I teach them. You know, you can get these quick fixes and that give you pleasure. Mm -hmm. But if you learn how to go slow and enjoy all these moments of your life and continually work and make changes, Mm -hmm. that becomes something that 
it, it's very pleasurable for you. That will, that, you'll actually look at quick fixes and say, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I even want to do that? Because I know 10 minutes later, it's done. Right. You know? do, we have to get away from these self-gratification moments and start doing self-gratification long-term goals. That, that's what it's all about. And again, it's about enjoying that process because, you know, it's sort of, I always say it's, it's like the, uh, the, the, the parent who is going to do homework with their child who does not want to do his homework. And, you know, you, what do you normally see? We see the parent who doesn't want to be there and the child who doesn't want to be there. Well, it's a lose-lose situation instead of a parent saying, let's make this fun. We might throw a couple games in here. I'll get, I'll get you in, uh, in, in a mood to learn and have fun with all that. And we, we don't. We don't want to do the work. That's as simple as that. And it's, it's our life. I mean, the bottom line is when it's all said and done, this is our life. This is the mm -hmm. project. It's, yeah. we're, going to, we're, we're going to get to the end of it. And we're either going to be say, I did it or I didn't. Right. Where it's not going to be, oh, I worked with so-and-so. I don't like working with so-and-so. So I'm going to be boring all day today, not get anything done. And it's not that. You have to take control of you it's your work your person your life you have to make the best for you and that starts at every level physical in terms of how you take care of yourself what you put in your body it's it's the way you think i tell people it's you know listen to the language you use yourself not only with other people what's in your own brain because you know that's how we talk that's how we uh, think we, we think with words Th that that language should be positive you, should, you know, your emotions express them positive. You can do all these things. It's not that difficult, mm -hmm. but you just have to keep working at it. Very true. And, and this not going to be a quick fix. We all do this. When I was going through uh, therapy, because when you have two strokes and brain surgery and everything is taken away, you fall into depression real quick. I wanted that quick fix. I wanted to go back to the person I was six months prior. Well, no, you can't go back to that. You have to move forward. You cannot keep going backwards. You know, after uh, coming from a family where stroke was, was, was in the family, I've worked with many people with strokes uh, since that time. And I always address just that point because everyone wants to go back. I probably would too. But I always say, why don't we go forward and create? Mm -hmm. Why don't you define the person? Because we can use that. Uh, you know, if there's any silver lining here, you're getting it. Uh, a chance to redefine your life the way you want it to be. So why don't we create instead of going back and trying to recreate? Right. Let's go forward and, and, and you say who you want to be. And that brain is going to help you. It will do that if you're willing to put the time mm -hmm. in. Yeah, you put your goal. I want to speak English again. I want to walk again. I want to be able to take care of myself again. Okay, those are goals. What do you want to do once you get to those goals? Now you build and you keep building until you get to wherever you want to go. You know, you hit, you're hitting on a point there that, that's very important is whether we look at ourselves as a person with deficits or a person with capabilities. And a lot of times what's, and, and even with this pandemic, people are looking at the deficit parts of things. But if you're willing to, all of us, if we're willing to look at ourselves as people who are capable of making change and thoroughly enjoying that change, then we'll do it. Very true. Well, we're almost out of time today. So where can our listeners and our viewers find you? 
Uh, I have a website, faustrogero.com. You can just type my name in or the Fix Yourself Handbook. That, that website is dedicated solely to the book. And they'll, they'll find chapter outlines, media appearances, everything. Anything they want to know is there about the book. Uh, and the book itself is uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, the usual retailers. All the usual places for wonderful books. <laughs> so it was great having you on the show. Oh, it was wonderful being here. Thank you. And have a wonderful day. And for our listeners and viewers, happy reading.